Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my friend Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today, as you guys can see by the title, our stabby snippet this week is based on an article I am bringing to you titled 20 Best Scary Short Stories to Tell in the Dark. So I'm pretty excited. This is from OprahDaily.com. And the reason why I decided to do this list today is because some of these short stories, like I kind of looked through them, are pretty fucking creepy. So I'm going to pocket those for later dates. And as we go through this list, if you guys, if there are any that you were like, please read that one, Tara, I really want to hear it. Just let us know on socials. So, okay. So number one is titled La Crimosa by Sylvia Moreno Garcia. And it says it's got our girl La Llorona that we have talked about here on the show before. And of course, as we all know, she is a fixture in Mexican folklore. And it says, in this story, the author of the horror novel Mexican Gothic puts a modern twist on an age-old tale, casting a homeless woman as the legendary La Llorona. So, you know, we love a good La Llorona story. Here for it. True. Now, this next one, I feel like needs to be... (laughs) I got to do something with this next one. So, number two is called The Left Right Game. Now a podcast, the Left Right Game's first incarnation was a post on the No Sleep subreddit, where users submit fictional stories often framed as urban legends. The Left Right Game quickly garnered the reputation as one of the most elaborate, unexpected, and downright terrifying entries ever. It's about a supposedly harmless game which can be played on any old suburban road. And when I clicked on it, there was like 10 fucking parts, so I was like, yes, (laughs) yes. Number three is Selfies by Lavi Tidhar. And it says, if you're looking for a small story that packs a big scare, check out this imaginative riff of a fixture of the modern age, the cell phone. A girl buys a smartphone that happens to have pictures which foretell her own doom. And yes. And when I checked out the story, like the comments were like, yes, this was great. This was like a fun modern spin, you know, on stories like this, but it wasn't too cheesy. Like it felt like something that could actually happen type of shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I love that. I'm here for that. All right. Number four, Abraham's Boys by Joe Hill. 
So it says Joe Hill comes from horror pedigree. His father is Stephen fucking King. Oh, well, that makes sense. Need I say more? And so it says with this short story and all of his novels, because Joe Hill also has novels, it shows his own distinct but equally chilling style. Abraham's Boys is about a son of the Dutch vampire hunter, Professor Abraham Van Helsing. The sons have no idea who their father really was. Uh That sounds like a fun story. So here you go, guys. I'm giving you another TBR little little short story list. Oh, my God. I don't need any more TBR. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Number five, The Fabulous Beast by Pyra Sharma. Snakes are easy. It's people that I don't know how to charm. The narrator of this sneaky and unexpected story says at one point before the plot gets extremely gnarly. And trust us, it will. All Fabulous Beasts uses the trope of horror and metamorphosis to discuss trauma rooted in reality. I like that. That's interesting. Right? Okay, number six, Haunted by Harris Tobias. Looking for a kid-friendly story to read around the campfire? We've got you covered with this charming story about a house in Arkansas that's teeming with ghosts, but the friendly kind. So, like, gives me Casper vibes a little bit. Love it. Right? It's always nice, too, because, like, I know we have listeners their kids listen to, so, like, I liked that they included a kid-friendly short story. All right, number seven is Where Are You Going? Where Have You Been? by Joyce Carol Oates. Dread, that's the word that best describes this early short story from the legendary Joyce Carol Oates. Connie is a teenage girl at odds with her family, so she turns to the world for companionship. What she finds may be even worse. Dun, dun, dun. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Alrighty, number eight. A perfectly normal interview with Carmen Maria Mercado, where everything is fine. Carmilla is a vampire novel first published in 1872, predating Dracula by two decades. In 2019, the acclaimed author, Carmen Maria Mercado, edited a new edition of Carmilla. While promoting the book, she had quite an unexpected interview with electric literature. It's best to not give away any details from the interview. Just be sure to read until the end because, frankly, this deliciously creepy Q&A is better than any vampire movie. I'm down. I'm down. All right, this author may be familiar to some of you. The next one is The Lottery by Shirley Jackson. From The Haunting of Hill House to We Have Always Lived in the Castle, Shirley Jackson made a career out of forging terrifying but thought-provoking tales. The Lottery is the most is her most famous short story and a staple in school curriculum for good reason. Read what happens when a community perpetrates a twisted tradition. I think we can kind of guess. Mm. I might have read that before, actually. I don't know. Just sounds familiar. Alrighty, halfway down our list. Number 10. The Truth is a Cave in the Black Mountains by Neil Gaiman. If it's a Neil Gaiman story, you know you're in for an enchanting, magical, and yes, slightly creepy ride. This particular short story begins with an extremely evocative opening, the kind that teases a story you'll read in one sitting. Follow along as our unnamed protagonist searches through dark caves to find what he's looking for and encounter what he isn't. Ooh, that gives like Descent vibes. Creepy. Number 11, The Yellow Ranch by Kelly Ferhardo Anstein. So, published as part of OprahMag.com's Sunday Short Fiction Collection, 
This short story follows a 20-something-year-old woman living in a remote desert house with a mind of its own, literally. While there are horrors in this story, they're not supernatural, but an all-too-common kind. Ooh, we love a good realistic horror story. It's true, we do. Love, 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 love. Okay, number 12, The Doll by Daphne du Maurier. Sorry, I'm probably wrong. I feel like I've heard of that one. Yeah, maybe. She also wrote Rebecca. So. When you said it, I totally got like Klaus Michaels and I'm Rebecca. (laughs) So the author wrote this story when she was 20 years old. Then it was lost for 70 years, only to resurface in 2010. The legend around the doll is but an appetizer for a delightfully creepy story itself, which foreshadows her career as an author of unforgettable gothic fiction. I'm down. I'm going to just like go read all of these when we're done. It's I fine. have so <laughs> many on my, my to be read list that like I had to like stop looking at other books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know book talk is like makes my TBR so fucking long. It's crazy. Okay, number 13, The Lady of the House of Love by Angela Carter. If you're looking for a great gothic story about vampirism, look no further than this story. The short from renowned author Angela Carter follows a female vampire queen on her quest to find her next victim. Interesting. Right? All right, Patient Zero. In Patient Zero, we meet Jay a little boy who has been in the hospital for a long, long time. In fact, Jay is not allowed to leave. But why are the doctors and nurses going to such lengths to keep Jay locked away? And who really is in danger? The author asks these questions and more in this short, thrilling tale. Ooh, scary. That's exciting. (laughs) All right, number 15 is Hello Moto. This is a short story about three best friends, each in possession of a magical wig. Okay, so like Sister of Traveling Pants, but a wig. (laughs) (laughs) While the wares planned to use their powers for good, the tone of the story takes a sudden and abrupt shift when the wigs possess them. Ooh, it's like a spooky sisterhood of the traveling pants. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, The Landlady by Roald Dahl. So... The Landlady is a short story about a young man in search of lodgings that is taken in by a seemingly kind and gentle landlady. I'm going to assume that it's like a Dorothea Puente situation and we'll leave it at that. I could be wrong, but that's just my guess. Okay, number 17, His Face All Red by Emily Carroll. Emily Carroll is known for her creepy horror comics and His Face is All Red is one of the most popular pieces. The pacing is solid, atmosphere is chilling, and the tale is top-notch. I feel like I read something by her before because her name sounds familiar. It does. Because there was another graphic novel that I read kind of recently that was like a ghost story and it was pretty good. I thought it was by her, but alas, it was not. All right. Number 18 is Please Mama by Chesia Burke. From the beginning of this haunting short story, one thing is clear. Mama is sick and her kids are suffering. But what is the cause of her illness? The truth is terrifying. Ooh, are the kids poisoning her? That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the husband because it's always the husband. It's fine. I mean, it could be the kids. Sometimes it's the children. Yeah, sometimes. All right. Number 19. How to Get Back to the Forest by Sophia Samatar. 
Summer camps are the perfect horror setting. Yes. After all, kids reside in these facilities alone with no parents and little to no supervision. However, the camp in How to Get Back to the Forest is unlike any other, and we quickly learn that these children are never going home. Dun-dun-dun. Like. (laughs) Never going home. Number 20. A Collapse of Horses by Brian Everson. Brian Everson's A Collapse of Horses, for which an entire collection of stories was later named, isn't about gore or jump scares. Instead, it follows an unreliable narrator through a confusing post-traumatic time, a solid psychological thriller. Okay. Okay. That's fun. I'm down. I'm down. All right, y'all. Well, that is our list of supposedly the best scary short stories to tell in the dark. Love it. I will put this link in the show notes if you are so inclined to read because they linked all of them for us. And again, if you guys want me to, I know you guys like my Reddit creepy stories. If you want me to read any of these, just let a bitch know so I know which ones to read because I will do it. I have some bookmarks that I want to read, but I also like to know what you guys are interested in too. So absolutely let us know. But with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.